and today I have Lydia Thurston with me. Lydia is the new kid at the pen. I am. <laughs> See that little nervous giggle? Because she hasn't done a podcast with me before, but this is going to be great. Yes, definitely. And today we are going to be talking about freedom of speech. Quite, yes. Uh, there's a lot of conversations around freedom of speech these days, especially um, since Instagram has created a new tool on their platform uh, where essentially they can go through and flag and monitor comments. On the one hand, because I have a specific political opinion, I'm excited that they're going to be going through and flagging what I would consider inappropriate comments. All good, right? Well, so there's definitely two ways to look at the whole situation. That's one of it, one way. The first way, like you were talking about essentially, is this is great, this is awesome. If people can't say anything nice, they shouldn't say anything at all. Um, And then the other way to look at it is that the whole purpose of freedom of speech is to present people who have a different opinion than yours with another idea so that just for even a brief moment, they're essentially forced to consider it as a potential solution or opinion. And, you know, that whole concept of freedom of speech is very, I mean, it's core to who we are as a nation. And it is, so it definitely is raising some interesting questions that I think in general we as a nation are going to have to face and I think the internet community is going to have to face this. We, we saw you know, Google taking down a white supremacist website and GoDaddy saying they wouldn't register their domain and on the one hand as somebody who is not a white supremacist I'm, I'm very happy to see that but there was really some interesting articles even by people in the tech companies saying this is a lot of power to give to one person or one organization. Absolutely, and with those you know, white supremacist websites, just by drawing attention to the fact that Google and GoDaddy are no longer supporting them, they're kind of getting what they want, if that makes sense. They're, they're able to you know, get their message of hate out there because people are so focused on the, the website and Google and GoDaddy not supporting them anymore. Absolutely. So I think this is going to be a conversation that individuals need to be having. I think it's a conversation businesses need to be having. But let's back up a little bit and take a look at specifically what Instagram is doing. How does their tool work? Great. So yeah, their tool, they call it Deep Text, and it was originally created by Facebook to help um, this this computerized system better understand languages and how to translate languages. And then Instagram realized, hey, we can reset this program essentially, bring it back to its ground floor and build it up in a way so that it can recognize hate speech and recognize negative comments um, on our platform. And so they essentially, whenever you comment on Instagram, it's going to go through this computerized mechanism and it's going to be flagged on a scale from zero to one. So something at a zero isn't even going to register with it, pretty much. It's it's something that's like, oh, what a cute picture, or you should come hang out at the lake house this weekend, something like that. Something that's going to be registered on the scale is going to be some sort of expletive or curse word, something that um, will not add to the conversation technically although it, it does um do a good job of well sort of a good job it, it, of um marking words that are being used as a story rather than directed at somebody as a negative 
comment or an insult. So something in context, and uh, I've seen some write-ups on Facebook about this as well, where um, just a word or phrase may flag it, but then there's a secondary review that looks at it and says, oh, they're saying this insert negative phrase was used in this situation and it's inappropriate. So they're looking at the context. And that, that second review is actually being done by people. Um, and so the deep text sees a comment, flags it, and then it goes to Jane or Joe or whomever else, and they're the ones who um, ultimately decide whether or not it was meant to be an insult or whether it was just meant to be said in a story, which brings up a totally different question of intent and hubris and humans ourselves not being fully neutral on every given subject. And even during the election, there was some comments or complaints that perhaps some of the human editors of Facebook, because they particularly had very liberal, very left-leaning political views, that their interpretation in some of these instances was definitely skewing mm-hmm. the conversations one way or the other. Yeah, and that's, that's something that Instagram has to keep in mind when they're choosing the people to review these comments. Absolutely. So, I'm a business owner, and I'm using Instagram for my business. What do I need to keep in mind? And, and as a user, how does this impact me? Well, um, as a user, just be nice to one another. You got, you've got to be kind to one another out on, the, on Instagram and the internet. Um, as a business owner, it's just definitely something worth knowing and keeping in mind. Um, if somebody comments on your Instagram post and you find it inappropriate, Likely Instagram's already caught it and is going to get rid of it for you. Um, If they don't, then it's ultimately up to the business owner to decide whether or not it's worth deleting and potentially causing more trouble in the long run or just leaving as is and knowing that other clients and customers are going to be seeing something like that. You know, we had a uh, an interesting situation. I was part of a I am part of a, a nonprofit women's group, and there were. Uh, we had a discussion group on Facebook and we had a group of people who kept taking the conversation in a different direction. We had a particular mission as an organization and this group was angry that we were not addressing these other issues and the conversations deteriorated and got kind of nasty. Mm -hmm. And so initially we deleted some of the comments and that really set off this whole firestorm of you're censoring us, you're not allowing our voice to be heard, and um, ultimately, you know, we went back to the group and said, look, this is kind of the ground rules of what this group is about, this is what we're trying to accomplish. Clearly, you have a valid conversation that you want to have, but this isn't the place to have it. And, um, but we left, we started leaving the conversations in the group because it created more negative energy and we just every time it came up we kind of reminded them you know we we appreciate that you have these opinions on this topic but it doesn't belong here sometimes the best thing to do is nothing at all when you get negative feedback or a comment and just to not really acknowledge it and just let it die out on its own and I think you know as a business owner if somebody is making a comment specifically about a service issue I always say acknowledge 
the feeling, but don't apologize. So mm -hmm. I'm sorry you feel that way. I'm sorry you were disappointed. Not I'm sorry we screwed up because Absolutely. maybe we didn't. Maybe you're just a pain in the neck. Yes. <laughs> and you know, and to any of the companies that we work with that are in the service industry, they know that a lot of times people are just kind of jerks. They are. They're kind of jerks. You, can, <laughs> you, can, you haven't learned that yet. You can say that out loud. So um, people individually are really very nice. People collectively can be jerks. Absolutely. Um, and so acknowledge, I'm sorry that you're unhappy. Let's have a conversation and pull that conversation off yes. the social platform. Just time and time again, we see that people with the anonymity of their computer say and do things they will never say and do to your face. And so the best thing you can do is make and it personal. You know, that's an entirely different conversation, just to be able to hide behind a computer screen. Um, and that that has just put a lot of power in uh, individuals. And you're right, they wouldn't ever say something like that in person, but they can online. Mm -hmm. So I think as a, as a business owner, free speech is, is part of the world that we live in. Definitely. People are going to say things. You can only control how you react and respond. Absolutely. Absolutely. Awesome. If you're intrigued in this conversation, want to learn more, or intrigued by Lydia and want to learn more about her, be sure to check out her bio on roundpeg.biz. And be sure to look for other episodes of More Than A Few Words wherever you listen to your podcast. This has been another episode of More Than A Few Words. Thanks for listening.